0: I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. Who gives a fuck? I don't care if he personally. Kick Candace Owens and her stinky cray cray. No good thing starts with. I was thinking about my ex. He ain't learned his lesson. That's a brother ain't gonna learn shit. I know this is
1: gonna be about you and Let's keep this shit
0: funky. <laughs> 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 welcome, welcome, welcome. What's populating, what's craculating and all that. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Unpopular Opinion Show, better known as Unpopping Show. Um, hashtag Unpopping Show or at Unpopping Show on all social media and, of course, com. I go by the name of T-Storm and joined by my partner, as always, the one of a few, Mr. DJ Mike Swift.
1: <laughs> what's happening, brother? What's going on, man?
0: Hmm. Trying to, trying to, re, <coughs> excuse me, regain my balance. I haven't installed a cough button here yet. So, forgive me, people. I'm choking off coffee and, <coughs> and dog hair. <laughs> so, I'm Fuck.
1: <having laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> Is that a seasoning now? No. Spices? Dog no. hair?
0: Hell no. At least not for African Americans. It's not one, it's not a wanted one. It's not a desired one. Um, uh, my, my my German Shepherd, um, is um shedding a little bit. I'm trying to alleviate that as best as I can. If you have any tips out there, please let me know. I hear you're supposed to brush them every day. I haven't committed to that, <laughs> so yeah.
1: God bless you. Thank you. Uh, thanks for joining us, folks. Um, um, if you haven't already. Like, subscribe, comment. Um, that helps us in the YouTube ranking. We have a goal we're trying to reach, uh, and we want you to join the Unpopping community. Help grow the audience. Help grow the influence. So, if you like the content, please take a second to like uh, and subscribe. And if you hate us, like our most recent commenter, comment also. Wait, wait. We, have,
0: uh, <laughs> we got a new, we got a new a new we have one now. T
1: accused. Yeah, yeah. We got another comment from. A viewer who accused us of being jealous of Michael B. Jordan. Oh, I saw
0: that. Yeah, I laughed so hard at that one. I loved it. Oh man, please! Nothing gives me more more pleasure than hate comments. If you like us, that's all good, and we we actually respond. But the like when you disrespect, oh, it's great. <laughs> I, I get a kick out of well,
1: it. Well, I mean, I don't know about you, but she was right. You're damn right. I'm jealous of Michael B. Jordan. He rich. He tall. He muscular. He looked good,
0: no, no homo, and he got a hot chick. Yes, I'm jealous. Have you seen Creed? <laughs> have you seen Creed two? Creed one, he was fit, yes. like really fit. And I, I, you know, Creed two, he was like, oh, this man could actually do like action movies. So yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'll, I'll second that. Yeah, I'm a little just jealous. I, I still rocking the dad bod very proudly, but you know, if I, I if there was a button I could press. To exchange the dad bod for the Michael P Jordan, I do it. Excuse damn me. right, mm.
1: damn right. So thanks again for joining us. Yes, uh, little jealousy. Thanks for commenting. I can't can't remember that person's name, and I'm just honestly not in the business of shouting out people who aren't <laughs> subscribers. So just right. you know, that is what it is. Um, we got a special show today. Uh, a couple of guests joining us. Uh, Jay the Q. JQ the Legend, excuse me, and and Miriam Bailey from Breakout Music. Uh, JQ the Legend actually has a song out there right now uh, from '19. That's some heat. We'll talk about that. Uh, but these two individuals have an amazing story, uh, and they have not one but two shows on Netflix, movies,
0: movies uh, written, yes.
1: produced, directed, even edited by them. So uh, we'll yep. talk to them, talk about their journey, and talk about the latest film. Coming up, The Drone That Saved Christmas. Talk about, uh, they'll be joining us shortly, actually.
0: Yeah, actually, shortly. They'll be coming up. Yeah. Um, In the meantime, um, uh, we can say this was probably the mm, worst week, (laughs) one of the worst weeks of 2021 thus far in this country. Um, Several things happened. You've seen it by now. Um, Where do I start? Uh, just miles away from the Derek Chauvin um, case, is that? Am I saying his last name right? Um, I the, believe so. The ex officer that um, that uh, killed George, George Floyd, um, not far from that, <clears throat> another young man was uh, shot to death by a police officer who claimed um, she thought it was her taser that she had her taser out and mistakenly. Fired one fatal bullet and at close range at that. Um, yeah. something that started, you know, began as a um traffic stop. Young man, um, lost his life. Um, um, our condolences to the family, but don't we get sick of these stories? I mean, we do.
1: Um, and and you know, just because you know me, I like to be as accurate as possible. Um, I have not do, done a, a super in depth level of digging on this, but as I understand, um, he was he ran from them, crashed, um, they approached the car to get him out, uh, or and he got back in to try to run away. Or there was some resistance there, right? Um, she draws her weapon, she yells, Taser, Taser fires and then says, Oh shit, I shot him.
0: Right. Um as he drove away. As he fleed. Right. Um
1: so so I you know, I did I did do some due diligence, right? And I did look up some stuff. Um generally speaking, in most jurisdictions and most police officers, they um have their firearm holstered on their dominant hand side for that side draw. So if I'm right-handed dominant, my gun is on my right hand side and I would use my right hand to draw that weapon. Taser is the non-dominant hand. The other side, same way, not a crossbody draw for your right hand, but a draw for your left hand for your taser. Right. And then they train. So when you get into the heat of the moment, you don't go right thinking you have your taser. You have to actually go across. Or left you thinking you across. have your firearm. Correct. Right. And the taser is a, a like a neon yellow. It 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 is the weight is different. Mm-hmm. Firearm is much heavier. And it is a bright, bright yellow or or some other bright color. Right. So it is very easy, easily distinguished from an actual firearm. Right. Um so do I think that uh, the officer's name is Kim Potter um and and she she resigned the police chief resigned and she has been brought up on charges of manslaughter but do I believe she woke up on Tuesday and said or whatever day it was and said let me go kill somebody no I don't think that happened but I think it was gross ignorance, complete failure in training. Yeah. Shouldn't have been out there. Shouldn't have been out there. Yeah. If, I, I, if, if you don't notice the difference, if you don't notice from your training that you're drawing from the wrong side, you're holding something heavier than a taser and you can see it and it's not the yellow color, right? You don't need to be out there, man.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> It's hard to believe but that pro this tip. person, that, that, you know, that officer mistaken a, a gun for it. It's hard to, it's hard to even believe. That's like the difference between a, a baton and a gun. You know, I, I, I don't get it, but uh, we get sick of these stories. Um, there was another, um, another incident that happened long before now, but it just came to, came to public, came to light. Um, a lieutenant. Um, in in the armed forces was was pulled over, um, and pepper sprayed and beat and handcuffed, <clears throat> also for uh, during another traffic stop. Um, <laughs> um, I
1: watched that video. I watched that video, and you know, um, I try to be even minded and even handed. Um, but after watching that video. I was like, I can't even, I can't even defend that dude. Like the cop, I, I can't come up with anything, right? The, 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 uh, uh, army Lieutenant,
0: uh, what is his name? Nazario. Um, Karan Nazario. Say it again. Karan. Yeah. Nazario is his name. Lieutenant.
1: He, he did nothing wrong. No, Nothing. They pulled him over because they didn't see his tag, right? His tag wasn't in the typical place that a tag would be. He, he was driving along a dark road. He went, I think about a quarter mile or something, pulled over into a lit gas station, you know, stopped and, you know, did the the whole thing. Mm -hmm. As Mm -hmm. they got out of the car, weapons drawn, they realized his tag was in his window, right? So they get to the car. He's like, why are you stopping me? What's going on? And they're like, get out of the car, get out of the car. And he's like, okay, for what? And it pepper sprayed him and it just, it was.
0: Unnecessary. Yeah, unnecessary. That one was super damn. Completely unnecessary. <clears throat> um, Was even more infuriating. Forgive me, folks. Excuse me. Was even more infuriating about the story is that after, you know, when things finally start to calm down. Well, and I'm talking about the officers, not the lieutenant, the lieutenant, never got i I never got irate never raised his voice he did everything correct um they dragged him out the car pepper sprayed him several without warning by the way they claimed in the in the report that they warned him that was what they lied about that um afterwards there's body cam footage of the officer threatening his uh his livelihood basically saying you know hey you can leave this alone base I'm paraphrasing basically you can leave this alone. <clears throat> and we can go we, we can stay away and make sure your eyes are good so you can hit the road and so you can drive or you know you could pursue it and we can charge you and mess up your career in the army how dare you yeah how how oh, dare I you how fucking dare you like the the, 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 the un- un- gall oh man and so that officer ultimately was fired <clears throat> um i believe he he was fired um and he should be charged both officers should be charged. Absolute. And we'll, we'll Absolutely. see. Um, Lieutenant, um, uh, I mean, yeah, Lieutenant, uh, uh, I'm saying his name wrong again. Um, Nazario is suing as he should. Um, but yeah, it's just watching and just the, how they treated him. And he's, mind you, he's in full uniform. You've seen the video by now, he's in full uniform. Not yelling, not cussing. What the fuck you, what you fuck you stopped me for? He's like, hey, what's the problem? What's going on? You got your guns drawn. No, I don't want, I'm too scared to reach for my seatbelt. I'm, I'm scared yeah. to get out the car. And the cop says, you should be. What the fuck? So now it, add that to the threat. You just said, <clears throat> I should be scared. And I've done nothing wrong. Like, this is, it's, oh my God. And it, it, so it, and it,
1: it, it again shows. Uh, you know, not only failure in in policing, but a breakdown in training, right? Because there are two officers, guns drawn. One says, uh, keep your hands out the window. The other one says, get out the car. Right. Well, how do
0: I do both? Conflicting.
1: I I got to undo my seatbelt. I got to open the door. I can't do both. And y'all got y'all guns pointed at me. So I ain't ain't moving my hands out from your sight at all. I ain't doing nothing because right. he he's reaching and, and put a bullet in me. No, thank you. But uh, you know, amidst uh, a lot of this, protests have, have broken out, um,
0: and that's just two incidents. Even here, in just Atlanta. two. In- that's just two incidents from this week. the The other incident yep. was another was another young man who was walking along his neighborhood and was accosted by. Um, an, an army sergeant. Oh, well, okay. I won't, I don't know if he was in the army or not. Um, I think he, was. He's, he is an army sergeant. Yes. Army sergeant. I want to make sure I'm clear. Um, who stopped him and accused him of, you know, being in the wrong neighborhood, basically. Um, you know, where are you going? What are you doing here? You don't belong here. You're in the wrong fucking neighborhood. You know, that sort of thing. And, and then assaulted him, <clears throat> pushed him. I yep. think he, I think before the video started he probably put it, looked, it sounds like he put his hands on him before we saw what was happening um, and it's a young man he was I don't know if he was a teenager or not a young dude a little skinny dude he, wa- he wasn't no threat to nobody and here's this muscle bound seemingly steroid written <laughs> barking at this little dude man like ah. Uh. He got arrested. I'm sure he at some point he'll probably lose his job in, in the army as well, um, as he should. Um, <laughs> that happened in he South is Carolina.
1: Forty two year old Jonathan Pentland, uh based at Fort Jackson in Columbus, South Carolina. That's the uh offender in the story that T
0: is telling. Right. The young man hasn't hasn't been identified. The, He's not been identified. <clears throat> but it made clear that he's not uh,
2: but
1: what I think is is probably more interesting about that story is you know, here's this sergeant and you know, he has his preconceived notions about people of color, obviously, and and decided to act on it. That is what it is. We have those outliers um everywhere. Yes. Extreme bad behavior people. The neighbors, however, mm. we're all standing around. Recording it on their phones and going, yeah, you don't belong here. You know, they are powling on. Yeah. So they are are by their active involvement, condoning this bad behavior. That scares me, I think, more than the single outlier.
0: <clears throat> it's I put a video out. Um, I don't Mike. if you got a chance to see it. I, I threw it out this week because watching that video reminded me of another video that I saw um that resurfaced from the 70s there were some um black youths riding their bikes um in somewhere in queens i want to say like rosedale queens i think it was 1976 um and there were it was like some sort of protest these white folks were out protesting and yelling at i believe it was a black neighbor that had moved into the neighborhood that they didn't want there um, and they're, you know, screaming the N word and, and they're, I mean, it's a, it's a family gathering, you know, both adults and children are out screaming obscenities and nigga go home, get away from that, that sort of thing. Um, and these, um, these kids, black kids riding their bikes along had no idea what was going on, thought it was a block party of some sort and rode down and got accosted by this mob. Um, and I, I paired the two videos from the 70s, 1976, and out, I'll, we'll, we'll post it up so you can see it as well. But from 1976 with these kids yelling, nigga, go, you know, what you doing here, nigga? Get out of here, it's our neighborhood, da-da-da-da-da. To a black girl on a bike, <clears throat> to this army sergeant yelling at this black young man. And and it cuts to, like, the the, the news report, I guess a news reporter had found the kids, actually it goes on that they found them as an as adults later on but in the in that moment that day they got to the kids and asked them what was going on what was what was happening and one of the one of the children black girl was like yo they just ran up on us they just ran up on us was screaming nigga go home this that and and started you know throwing rocks and kicking and hitting her, you know hitting her and you know cuz we're in their neighborhood like what the hell you know what I mean there was, another, there was another young lady, she had been a teenager at the time, that was saying, yeah, we were." We, they were on an outing to McDonald's. <laughs> they were simply just riding their bikes, not bothering anyone, and were accosted by this mob. So I say all that to say, it, 1976, 2021, how much has changed? And don't be surprised that the neighbors are anything like the dude, because that's the type of shit that happens. Unless... There are people that speak out and go, hey, no, we don't do that. And there were none.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that part scares me the most, right? Like, you know, what's the saying? Uh, for evil to triumph, all it takes is for good men to do nothing. Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it, it. I think a evil person doesn't scare me. A group of evil people goddamn terrifies me.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm very disappointed with America this week. Um, but why, <laughs> but why? Cause it shouldn't be surprising. It just, it's just exhausting. This has to, you know, it's, it's exhausting. Who? And I'm not, I, I know well, I can't be the only one that feels this way. This shit is exhausting.
1: It is, it's almost desensitizing.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I I feel desensitized to it to some degree. Um, And it's it's bad, right? Like, it's not like I want it to be, or I set out to be or tried to be, but it's just like, okay, again, here we go again, you know? Anyway, um, shifting gears to lighter fare, um, and speaking of being disappointed, Did you hear about your boy Usher?
0: Yeah, with the Usher
1: Bucks. (laughs) Usher hits the strip club. He making it rain. These chicks is going nuts. Picking up the money. And they realize later that it's all goddamn fake ass money with his face on it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean... Was, I guess it was supposed to be like for promotional something that he has coming up or whatever in any case he should. have, Yeah. Walked. He's
1: doing a, I think he's doing a show in Vegas and the, the, and please correct me in the comments because I, I think I read this story a while ago and, and just didn't remember all the specifics, but I think he's doing like a show in Vegas and the, the, the Usher bucks um, uh, are like redeemable at the casino or something like that, but it's it's obviously not real money. It, it I think it does have some type of value, but that ain't what them girls wanted. They wanted cash money, right? Yeah, like no, they wasn't they out there doing their thing, and and <laughs> he's
0: doing no fake ass money. <laughs> yeah, here, here you go, girl. My, my <laughs> put my face all over it. <clears throat> I'm just surprised. <laughs> I'm just surprised that. Usher's able to move around the way he's moving around and people, you know, like, okay, I'll say this and I'll leave it alone. When I hear let it burn, it means a completely different thing to me now. (laughs) I'm just saying, people forgot. (laughs)
1: Don't let it burn should be the remix. (laughs) Put it out. Uh, It should be. Follow up. uh, uh, Is they make a cream for that.
0: Shot in the ass. That's what we call it.
1: (laughs) Mm -mm. Shot in the ass is what the strippers were hoping to get.
0: (laughs) You know, you, you know. I, I realize we, we get to a point. I realize there's a there's a there's a line that I'm just ready to jump across and go. Oh, n- nope. <clears throat> That's where I'm at. I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna you stop. Know, it,
1: it's funny you say that because we got hit with our second violation from YouTube, <clears throat> and I swear to God, this time I I have no idea what what it's about. Um, The video did not get pulled down. The thumbnail got pulled down. It's from uh, the after show, uh, episode 33. We talk about Exhibit's divorce and and Dre's divorce and some other things. But the violation was for sex and nudity. And when I saw it, like I woke up in the middle of the night because the the email came in. Apparently, YouTube works at 3 a.m. I don't know. But it came in the middle of the night and I looked at it. It's it's midnight on the West Coast. Did I take my pants off on this episode? Right?
0: Oh man! It, it may it, violence and it said violence and nudity. Um, it said sex and nudity. Sex and nudity. They must not listen to the show. Um, well, <clears throat> <laughs> I, 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 I got a pass on everything else. I don't know. Um, maybe it, was it? It wasn't for the photo in the thumbnail or. Or the-, the photo in the thumbnail was a picture of Exhibit's wife from the
1: neck up and a picture of Exhibit from the neck up and a picture of me from the neck up. Uh, and we all had our <laughs> clothes on. So, <laughs> I
0: don't
1: know. And th- there was one part in the show where you said, eat a dick. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that has to be it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that has to be a promo by itself. Like, just that you have to use in, 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 when we put this episode out, you have to use that clip. There was a part in the show when you said eat a dick. You have to use that part because out of context, it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: We just made the show open. Right. <laughs> uh, what else is happening in the world other than despair and sadness and Usher's fake ass money? Um, uh, you know what? There was a story. Okay, so have you watched Luther?
0: I have not. Netflix? I have not. I've heard so much about the show. My mom has told me about it. She's in. She loves. You know. She, one. She. She. She loves um, Idris um, Elba. Um, my wife does too, and so I purposely don't watch the show. <laughs> my wife is like, "Oh, Idris Elba! If I watch it." I, 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 I have a feeling I'll be sitting here looking at Mark, like, why are you looking so damn hard? <laughs> like, so like, you're enjoying this a little bit too much. Turn this shit off. No, nah, I haven't watched the show yet. I've heard that it's really good, though.
1: It is, and you on some old fuck that dude protest. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. But, um, <laughs> yes, it is a fantastic show. I've watched it from beginning to end. Um, probably one of the more complex these characters I've seen in a television show in a long time, Idris does his thing. I think like that, you know, every actor has the the iconic role that people know them for. Right. Um, um, like Don Cheetah will always be Mouse from Devil in a Blue Dress to me. No matter whatever the fuck he does, he's <laughs> going to be Mouse from that movie. I just recently saw that movie, movie,
0: by the way. I just recently saw it. I had never seen it before. And... I've seen it twice now because it just happened to be on. I was flipping through and, and caught it. And then when Don Cheeto enters, I was like, oh, this is the character. And so I, I was invested. When he kills dude, just, not, not kills dude, when he just shoots dude, like, oh, you ain't going to talk? Pa! And then so I was like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> dude, bro. So you have to see the movie to understand what I'm talking about. Like, that was the don't give a fuck character that was just like, oh, man, that's Don Cheeto. I, I concur. But it's an
1: I all right. Like whenever you see Don Cheadle, you'll think Mouse. Whenever you see Idris Elba, you're gonna think Luther. I I Luther has gone down as one of the best shows I've ever seen. But now, the executives over at the BBC, that means uh British Broadcasting Company, for shout, all of you people whose minds are in the gutter.
0: Shout out shout out to the BBC. Um, I'm actually doing some work with them coming up soon. I'll talk more about that later.
1: All right, word up. I'm laughing because there's a BBC you doing work with it joke that we'll probably I will get a strike for if I tell.
0: I'm not cracking that joke. Hey BBC, thank you. (laughs) Hey, as 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 my wife commonly says, hey, don't fuck up this money.
1: And also, there's a joke about you thanking the BBC, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Just> <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm gonna just let I'm gonna let it go. There's, hey, have at it. I'm 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 gonna just sip my hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at any rate, you're not you'll not get um, me on cracking any BBC jokes. Um, today. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> They've come out and said that they didn't feel like the character Luther was authentically black, primarily because he didn't have no black friends. So they're, they, they want to do better. Um, here's the quote. When Luther first came out, everybody loved the fact that Idris Elba was in there, a really strong black character lead. We all fell in love with him. Who didn't, right? But after you got into about the second series, you got kind of like, okay, he doesn't have any black friends. He doesn't eat any Caribbean food. This doesn't feel authentic. So I have a problem with that.
0: I have a problem with that. Who's making that complaint, though? Like, is that black folks? It's like, who's making that complaint? Is that... Black folks making that who complaint? No, who's making the complaint that, that the character doesn't do all of these things and therefore he's not authentic? Who's saying that? The people who made the show. Oh.
1: Oh. That's that's weird. Okay. This feels one step away from stereotyping.
0: One step black away. No, nah, you're stepping in it. That is very stereotyping. Like he has to have, you know, I, again, I can't speak cause I haven't seen the show. So I don't know if he's using a, a a British accent or a Jamaican accent or a cross between, because I understand, you know, our brothers and sisters in the UK have a bit of both. Right. Um, I, no, we don't, we all don't eat Caribbean food. <laughs> not, not all of us, you know, um, that's interesting that they would say that, but um, but why are they complete? Like who who made the call, or was it was it Idris Elba that made that call to say no, this character is not going to do this, this, and this because it's so stereotypical.
1: So the story doesn't say it doesn't give his input opinion at all, right? Okay. It it really is coming from Miranda Whalen um, from the BBC. And she's looking to have more authentic portrayals of minorities, which I get it. I get it. Right. But when you start talking about and and look, and I'm not going to speak for uh, Asians, Latins, um, people of Middle Eastern descent, um, um, uh, uh, Indian, Asian. I'm not going to speak for any of those other groups because I don't know. Right. right? I have limited experience uh, and limited knowledge but I will speak for uh, the collective of brown people in the world. We are a bunch of different mofos, Absolutely. right? Like, <laughs> Facts. How, how Africans behave and how Americans behave, different. How Jamaicans behave and how Americans behave, different. It's just, it's different. Yeah. So when you start saying authentic portrayal of people of color or of minority groups, what does that even look like? Right? Here's what you do, BBC. And anybody else who's who's struggling with this. Tell a good goddamn story. Have a strong lead that is not uh, steeped in stereotypes. Um, uh, have them able to stand on their own mm-hmm. and, and give them uh, genuine access, genuine pay. Look to include in your hiring practices and your um, searching practices to hire people of color go to where they are go to those groups and unions bring them in this digging up stereotypes uh and what you perceive the culture to be to portray that and say that's authentic is kind of bs to me yeah it's kind of bs and especially if you look at that luther character he was so broken he was such a fucked up individual i understand why he ain't have no black friends they ain't putting up with that shit (laughs) right
2: (laughs)
0: Right, right. Um yeah, I, I I it's just really that's a really interesting that they would say that and, and they're the ones that made the show. Um I, I I don't know what what's that about. That's weird. It's kinda interesting. Um but yeah. Um in other news, um, as we wait for our guest who should be showing up shortly. Um J Lo is single again. And one point eight million dollars richer. Right, right, right. I was also going to say, um, in other news, water is wet. But um, <laughs> I think I I I, I don't. <clears throat> what is it about J Lo and relationships? I'm I, who who am I to judge? It's just I saw somebody somebody posted and said, you know, J Lo can't seem to hold on to a man. I don't think they can hold on to her. <laughs> like, I, I think she, That's you know, it. she got to the point where like, oh, this is mm-mm, nope. And has a short, uh, maybe, I don't know, if I want to say a short attention span, but maybe short tolerance for whatever happens in a relationship for her to go, eh, um, let me look at the dancer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Like>. <laughs> look, you want to know what I really think? <clears throat> and, uh, this is me getting on my red pill shit, YouTube. So there oh, you go.
0: Hang on, before, um, before you go, um, is this red pill or are we um we tap dancing?
1: No, this is red pill. There ain't gonna be no tap dancing. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Um. So we see this with J Lo. We see this with Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. These are women in in their forties who look amazing. Mm -hmm. They have... The wall always wins, but they have avoided the wall to some degree. Are you familiar with what the wall
0: is? No, I was just about to ask, what the hell is the wall?
1: The wall is that point where women are... They get to it and they just... It is what it is. It's father time. Your beauty that you had in your 20s, 25, 24, whatever... It's fading and it's going to fade. And the wall is that point where it's like, oh, yeah, it's gone. So, it comes for all of them. The wall is undefeated. However, you look at a Halle Berry, you look at a JLo. They have been slipping and dodging the wall. They have options. What we are seeing with JLo and Halle is they are dating like men. Mm. They are they are as single and monogamous as their options. Mm. Some shit happened. They don't like it they like, deuces. I know I can go get another one.
0: The wall is coming, though. It is undefeated. The wall, though, for... I mean, it's not like... Okay, put it like this. Has Janet Jackson hit that wall? She's another one not that yet, looks amazing. No. She looks amazing, and she's well into her 50s now. She did get married. And she'll leave a motherfucker quick. And, and, and she got... Well, she's been married... At least twice that we know of, allegedly three times with a child by one of the debarges, allegedly, but um,
3: yeah,
0: she's not hit the wall. Um, hang on, I, I guess they're showing up. Awesome. This is Miss Miriam bavli I want to make sure I pronounce her name correctly. But yeah, um the wall is undefeated. That's that's a very funny.
1: <laughs> I didn't make it up. Uh credit to the manosphere and and you know all of those cats who who come up with these clever uh terms and and clever language um yeah.
0: I wish I could take credit for it. The wall <laughs> I is undefeated. It's like saying father time is going to whoop your ass. <laughs> Basically.
1: <laughs> That's how that works. Look, while, while we're waiting on them to come in, I gotta give uh I, I gotta give credit where credit is due. Uh, we talked about uh several months ago or several weeks ago, we talked about uh, Will Smith and uh, Janet Hubbard right. burying the hatchet. Janet Hubbard obviously is the first Aunt Viv in the Fresh Prince. Right. And back then we theorized that uh Black Hollywood would start opening some doors for her to start getting roles. And it was announced that she is going to join uh, the cast of The Last OG, Tracy Morgan's show. Um, She will play uh, Miss May Miller, a friend of uh, Tiffany Haddish's character, Mm -hmm. who has a lot to say about Tracy Morgan's character, who, you know, is a baby daddy went to jail, went to jail or whatever. It's a, it's a, it's a really funny show. Yeah. I didn't think I would like it. Uh, I tried it and I watched, I think the whole first season in like two days, it's really funny. Uh, happy to see that she is starting work. to get back into the mix of things. Yeah. And maybe she can recoup some of her, um, notoriety and cash that she lost over all those years, beefing with Will Smith. So, okay. uh, shout out to Janet, shout out to, um, Tracy Morgan, and 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 that whole squad for for showing some love to him.
0: Yeah. Entering the room right now, our special guest has one of our special. Are we are we gonna, are we going to be joined by by JQ as well?
2: I hope so. I hope so. You know, I apologize. We are like actually in the middle of editing our movie, so we completely got distracted. I no. don't know if you could hear it in the background, yeah. but in the other room is the editing booth, and we are, it. like, right in the middle of editing, so I apologize.
0: No problem, no problem. Ladies and gentlemen <laughs> of Breakout Music and Film, Miss Miriam okay. Beverly. Hi.
2: Hey there, hey there. How you doing?
0: Good, good. I'm T-Storm, this is Mike good. Swift. Um, welcome nice to the show. To um, congratulations on your movie deal.
2: Thank you so much. Yeah, it's going.
0: It's going. It's amazing. And, so you guys, okay, so from... We we kind of explained a little bit ahead of time before you guys got in the room, but maybe you can yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Um, kind of break it down a little bit. You're working on um, holiday movies, and Netflix has picked up a trilogy of those movies.
2: Netflix um, picked up our first movie, and that was absolutely amazing. And right now, we are still open to where we're going to land the second movie. Okay. We had a few offers on our first movie, so we might we might figure we're in the process of figuring that out right now. For gotcha. Where this one's going to land.
0: So, the, okay, so the the first movie on Netflix is, is is available now or that comes out later on this year?
2: Oh, no, no. It's been available since um, November. Oh, okay. Oh, it came out for the
0: holidays. for. Okay, yeah. got it, got it. Yeah, Excellent.
2: the app that stole Christmas.
0: The the app that stole Christmas. I saw some the of the clips. The app that clips.
2: stole Christmas is currently on Netflix. It will be on Netflix for a number of years. Got it. It's a, we have a, a license agreement with them. And the drone that saved Christmas is what just went into production. Mm-hmm. We finished production on March 24th, and right now we're in editing. For the, I'm doing the director's cut, which is going on without me right now for a few minutes, so I can talk to you.
0: Got it. No, thank you for taking time, though. We appreciate it. We appreciate it.
2: <laughs> you might be able to hear it in the background a little bit, because um, uh, right behind this um, wall mm-hmm. I'm looking is uh, the editing room. So.
0: Got it. Got it. Hopefully, no one will <laughs> make spoilers. <laughs> right. So you guys started out as as a label, um, um, Breakout yeah, Music.
2: A, yeah, we're a music label, and mm-hmm. we went into movies very quickly. So we started, um, the company started in March 2000. I'm getting my, with COVID, I'm getting all the dates, March 2019. Mm-hmm. And by the fall, we were also doing movies. We felt it was a great way to put our, um, to promote our music, basically. So all our music for our artists go into our movies. Excellent. Yeah, so it's basically Netflix has been distributing our music for the past several months.
0: I love the hustle. So, <laughs> right.
2: Always innovate, so Miriam. Moore, yes.
1: One of the I'm things we sure like to that do I'm going to that I get JQ in
2: here. He's in the next room too, so just so you know, okay. I'll I'll pull him in at some point. Okay.
1: Fantastic. Uh, one of the things we like to do on the show is talk about uh, your journey, right? Because I think for aspiring uh musicians, aspiring actors, aspiring filmmakers, it's easy to look at your success, it's easy to look at the final product and say, "Oh, that's great, I want to do it." But <laughs> having any real exposure to the journey, they don't they don't have a roadmap. So, um, can you talk to us about your background, how you you even got into making music which led you into into making film?
2: Sure. And JQ's um experience is completely different from mine. Um, so I can only speak about my situation. But um, I, I'm i from Boston. I grew up um, basically not doing anything in entertainment business. I went to Harvard undergrad, Harvard graduate school in totally different fields. And I worked as a management consultant for years. I got into the entertainment business because my daughter was in the entertainment business. She was in movies and music, and she writes her own music. So I was basically managing her. And then I started, so basically for about ten years. And um, then um, I I met Peter out there in LA. We were like, okay, let's let's um, or JQ because he goes by both names. We um, started working together. Like we've got to. I started the company, and he's a musician and an actor. I was like, you've got to work in my company. So he's actually my co CEO, and we just very quickly moved from doing music, but also doing movies, Um, it's been very difficult. I wouldn't say like, you know, this is um, something that's easy to do. We work so hard. And just if you think about the the production of the movie first we write our move we write all the movies so oh, we wow. write the scripts nice. screenplays okay so we d- take it from the very beginning to the titles of the movie to the actual selling of the movies so there is nothing that we don't do editing we're doing obviously we're doing the editing right now right. Um, we do the music we do the placement of the music we're involved in the sound design every piece of a movie production we're involved in um so you know, during uh, movie production, I would say that we were averaging maybe four hours of sleep per night for over the two-week period that we were shooting, and I'm not exaggerating in any way. Um, a lot of hard work. So if you're not dedicated and you're not going to make, you know, see things through um, and take responsibility there um, for everything that goes on, you're probably not going to do that well because there are so many moving parts, so many things that we learned from our first movie. Um, you know, that we, you know, we were, it's so exhausting. I mean, but it's all worth it because, you know, it's your, if it's your dream, you right. know, to do this, you're going to make it. No, I didn't dig it. And we did. So you- I mean, as our first movie that we wrote and produced and it's on Netflix. So <laughs> now we're going into movie two. Um, we, this movie, honestly, it is, it's very different from the first movie, even though it's sort of part of sort of loosely a trilogy, it's an amazing movie. Like we just learned so much from the first one and now we're leveraging that. Um, and we wrote and produced the second one. So we're really excited about what's to come with this one. It's much more international and global feel for this one as well. Um, So you,
1: you two did all of the writing yourselves.
2: 100%. So
1: you're responsible for the humor.
2: All of it. I mean, of course, of course, actors come in and they put their little flavor on some of the things that you say. And there are, but yeah, we are responsible for the humor. (laughs) And it's funny, too. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we have have great comedians, too, who come in on set and they, you know, they put a twist on what we wrote. And we do um, not, we don't allow all actors to come in and ad lib or do that, but there are you know, one or two that we feel confident in, especially Miguel Nunez, he comes in and he, he's funny as heck. So we can't like stop him and that's his, you know, he, he's not someone who's going to live exactly by everywhere in the script anyway. So, but we accept that with him. Cause he's so talented.
1: Got it. Yeah. That was a, that was a good get. I mean, I, I was looking at uh, the cast listing for, um, for the second film and looking back at the first film he, yeah. He's a, he's a big name. How did, how did you great. how did you get him? Like, you, we
2: have some. This is an ensemble cast. Miguel is amazing. He's so funny in this movie. But we have amazing, amazing people in this movie. It's not just one person who holds it all together. It's really a whole ensemble that pulls it together. Special K is hysterical. Um, who else? There's so many people that are that are so amazing um, that are holding this. You know, I, I can't even Tore Carr. He's do you know him? You might know him from the radio mm-hmm. business, but he's incredible yeah. as well. I mean, he stole he he steals the show. I have to tell you.
0: Oh wow!
2: You guys
1: actually have a lot of uh, radio folks in there: Rashawn Ali, uh, Oh, Rashawn,
2: amazing. Angela yeah. Yee is amazing. Oh my gosh, see, I can't even remember who's in this film because so amazing. Let me welcome JQ the Legend right here. Can you see him in here?
0: Hey, yes, yes. Yeah,
3: yeah. Welcome, brother. Hey, hey, how you guys doing? Good, good. They welcome. Good they, man. How are you? I'm good, agreement. I'm good. We're in the editing room, um, working on the director's cut in record time, so <laughs> we're trying to uh, keep our momentum. Thank you for uh, having us on. I oh, appreciate the uh, the love and the support. No yeah, problem. they were
2: just asking about the process and how you get from, you know, th- they would like to educate their, their people about the process from going from music and film and how you do that. So I shared a little bit from my perspective and where I started and you might want to share as yours as well.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to keep that light. So oh, we're the all light. into lighting. <laughs> okay, I,
2: I'm, falling so, off. I'm falling off the seat here, but that's yeah.
3: okay. <laughs> so um, for us, music is a vertical and a lateral at the same time. Uh, we're a truly independent label that knows how to do a 50-50 deal. Not a fifty-fifty deal is not for everyone. Right. But we can do it because we have our own resources. So we're in that first fifty phase doing it ourselves. If a major label comes to us, they've got to respect what we've invested or we're gonna to continue to stay indie. But meanwhile, we're distributed by Netflix. Stop. Think about that. Twenty million or so, we're you know, we're estimating We did something in that range uh, from what we've been hearing between 18 and 20 million in December Mm -hmm. uh, during that six week period. And uh, our music is on a major platform. And uh, so we've we sort of cracked the code and uh, now we're leveling up and bringing you something even more um, with more funny, with more uh, diversity, with more pro social in these times and Uh, what we did is just level up once we understood our formula and stay within our niche. So in the new norm, distribution is distribution is distribution. Whether you get it from a commercial spot that is featuring your music, whether you get it from being one of the theme songs for your podcast, it's still distribution and it's still promotion. So what we're doing is uh, looking laterally and vertically and sort of adjusting to what the new norm is post-COVID, and that is visual media, heavily driven visual media. Um, You know, TikTok did some amazing things, Versus did some amazing things, and Netflix did some amazing things to keep us from ripping each other apart. So I think Breakout Music, we fell into the right zone at the right time for an indie label, and uh, we're happy to we, we believe after you win one fight, you get back in the ring and fight again. And that's mm-hmm. what we're doing with this right. um, even more beefy, amazing uh, new movie that we're doing. So mm-hmm. that's what we're doing. And, and right now we're in the suite. We're editing. We got to go to New Orleans to do some interviews on another project that we're, we're doing, a docu-reality that uh, we're being asked to do. And, you know, the gates are opening and Atlanta's wide open. I love this state. Um, mm-hmm. it's not my home state, but man, it's, they're open for business and they're trying to do it right. They're trying to, you know, in spite of the things you see with the protest and otherwise, um, the facility we're in is, is amazing. It's Hollywood level, the company that we're working with for editing and post um but we don't have the parking problems as hollywood we don't have the stuff mm-hmm. being spread out right. and uh they're they're taking covid we think they're taking covid serious so it's it's a pleasure working here and being here in this environment in atlanta makes us feel like we can do it and we can take on stuff and get our momentum going before you know before the game really get comes back around so we're, we're blessed to be here
0: i was going to ask so you, y'all shot these movies during covid
3: Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. It cost us a good 20% more in our budget mm-hmm. to do six or seven different COVID tests over uh, 12 days. And uh, we pleased to say after a couple hundred COVID tests, no one was positive and, and we had a good bubble. Yeah. Excellent.
2: Excellent. It was very important to keep so I'm, everybody safe on set. Number one priority. If I, know guys,
1: if I didn't know you guys were in Atlanta, I'd have come down to where you are. I'm in Atlanta also. Oh, uh, really? I would my love life. to have you, man. We have, uh, we
3: have a lot of radio personalities on this one. And comedians, definitely.
0: Oh,
1: man. so Yeah. Uh, we were just talking about, you know, Rashawn and, and Angela Yee and, and some of the other folks. Carr, um, so you, you mentioned it you, in these times and everything that's going on, protesting. Um, and, you know, on this show, I've been very outspoken about um, uh, opportunities for African Americans, opportunities for minorities in Hollywood and in filmmaking. And when we get an opportunity to tell a story, a lot of times we don't tell the best stories, right? We we go to the base level and it's a drug story or a crime story. Uh it was very refreshing to see the type of stories you're telling. There's humor, there's there's religion, there are lessons. Um, it showcases people in a in a good light. Was that
3: intentional?
2: Yes or absolutely or just yeah. kind of 100 percent intentional.
3: We're dealing with double Harvard major here. Come on now in state law school. So (laughs) the message and the hooks that's, you know, for anyone and young people out there or people who are making a shift in their Mm -hmm. career and just going for it, you know, this post COVID, there's no reason not to take that risk. Do something that's going to last. Do something that is pro-social and uplifting humanity, because that is recyclable. And that's what we believe in.
2: But yeah, I mean, basically, when we, before we even started writing the first one, we wanted to make sure we wrote a mo- movie that people were going to be proud of. That wasn't about people killing each other or, you know,
0: the struggle. Being dark,
2: but it's just, it was like just sort said, of a happy yeah. that we right. can, you know, people could watch it with their families. And spe- I mean, you're going to be very happily surprised with this one as well. It's, it's, even, it's even more exciting and um, family friendly.
3: The hook in this one is goodness is given. Okay. Like Christmas is about presents, not presents. That's and in this new movie, goodness is given.
0: Got it. What was this decision to do um, holiday film?
3: Now now you're getting into our head. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, All that, I'll say is, three of you them. guys have a niche? We have a niche. Uh-huh. Okay, So it's important to have a niche as you go out there and embark on these uh, perilous journeys.
2: And like, we have many Christmas songs as well in our repertoire. Yeah. So, you know, it fits right in for us. As Hanukkah,
3: well. Christmas, <laughs> Hanza. We got a lot coming. <laughs> yeah. Again, I
0: respect the hustle. For real.
3: We appreciate that, man. Well, uh, I, partnership is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I trust my partner is going to work, period, and not be a slacker. Just like you'd probably trust your partner, because I could see the energy that you have there. I think that's part of the formula. Mm-hmm.
0: I could dig it. What other stories can we look from um, yeah. from you guys coming up?
3: It gets deeper. Mm-hmm. It gets deeper as yeah. we move into a studio and as we move into bigger budgets, we are we're ready to handle 10 million above films. So that's why we're allowing ourselves to sort of be interviewed and people talk to us because we we know we have the throughput and the logistics, the accountant, um, all of the uh, risk management. We know, the, you know, the business is important, mm-hmm. but um, we want to be able to bring in some big talent. Uh, And attach them to our stories now because we have the formula worked out. Right. And uh, so we're going to take on some difficult issues, you know, Um, um, the film that Will Smith just pulled from Atlanta because of the voting issue Mm -hmm. uh, subjects like that. I don't remember the name right now. Do Do you remember what it's called? the new one that wills wills doing but those issues when you're dealing with race and civil rights Mm -hmm. um we're going to get into that because naturally Mm -hmm. uh miriam's diversity being a female strong well educated my diversity being a black male uh you know i think i'm well educated uh there are issues that we see from different (laughs) (laughs) perspectives and Mm -hmm. we're we're trying to bring those to the forefront in order to do our part in the current uh Mm -hmm. climate of uh, Value in one another in in the proper way, so that we can deal with some of these law enforcement officers mm-hmm. that just pulling up on kids and pulling right. the trigger because they're not seeing them as valuable human beings. The the moment mm-hmm. a kid puts down a gun and throws his hands up, you got to say that could be my child right. doing right. something dumb and yeah. not shoot him. Mm-hmm. Right. And so some of the things that we want to address is the sensitivity of seeing each other, each as, each human. other as human, as right. human, regardless okay. of regardless yeah. of yeah. situation and mistakes and our diversity. Yeah.
0: I like the well, humble. You realize
2: so the, that um, JQ, the civil rights entertainment lawyer, for right. I'm say
0: i the about to mention right, that he's, he, that's very <laughs> humble. Of I think I'm. You're an attorney. By by trade, correct? Well,
2: I play an attorney
3: in this movie. I hung up the shingle, and I feel like I'm on the sidelines. But, you know, and that that hurts. Some days when I look, I said, you know, I could be out there doing something about it. But I was on the front line when it wasn't popular. So for me to now have a bigger platform, I think it's a blessing. And we're able to circle back and tell those stories, um, you know, like Spike Lee would or Uh, Ava DuVernay would. Those are some of the things that we're trying to do is to take what we've learned and where we've come from, our our perspectives and and merge them and show a better America and a better world that that we could have.
2: Yeah, I was going to say that we're so different just looking at us. You can say, how do these two people work together? How do they write together? But we, I mean, it's incredible, but our writing process is amazing. And given that we have such diverse mm-hmm. uh, perspectives, it makes our writing more rich, I believe. I
0: Definitely. It. As long as you have Listen, better wigs things. in your films than Tyler Perry's last film, it's all great.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, well, I'm not going to touch that one. <laughs> I'd be i happy to work at Tyler's facility and to uh, piggyback on his distribution, you know? Right, right. Tyler could spare 10, 20 million. We we're okay. So I'm gonna <laughs> let you have about Listen, uh, you know, I I think you
1: guys are are an example um being so different, um being able to to essentially build a plane while you're flying it, right? Mm-hmm. And and it comes out to be a great plane, and now you're building another one. So I, I think you know that you're you're a shining testament to how two different groups can come together and and be successful together. Um, the, the film, the Will Smith film, was uh, Emancipation is the movie that. That's that it. Yes, we want to played. do
3: stuff like that. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. And we have we have so, we have it stuff written already. We're just you're real secretive about what's next for us. No,
0: I could dig it. I respect that. I respect did,
3: that. Did the did the voting laws deter you guys at all? The change in Georgia that erupted while we were here. Mm-hmm. And we are shocked with Warner and uh, the, new, the two new um, legislators that came out of here. We ask ourselves, how can a small group control the masses? Right. And Atlanta is so woke. How do you let that happen on the heels of Biden coming in, that momentous election, um, and, and the, the Keisha bottoms? And how do you let that happen? So that's where filmmakers, we get interested. We start thinking, hmm, you know, I think we're going to expose this to the masses and we're going to script that up and put it out there and and have people look at it and say, you know, this is mine. I have agency in this. We can't take our eyes off the legislators. So it's it's good material for us to write about. And it erupted while we were here. And uh, believe me, it, it's made an impression on us to where it's probably going to come through one of our scripts.
0: I could dig it.
1: Yeah. Uh, you
3: know, I, I hate that that it it affects
1: uh, you know people who are working and making a living and and you know they had a job and now they don't or they'll have to travel to 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 continue that work but on the flip side you know that's how you affect change yeah absolutely okay, you, you, okay. you affect okay. budgets and wallets and and, yeah. and that's how you affect change so kudos to will smith uh kudos to mr Fuqua for for doing that yeah.
3: indeed indeed
0: we know you guys are busy uh, editing your film man we appreciate you taking time to sit with us and, and talk with us man and we wish you more success and we're looking forward to uh great things coming from you guys more great thank things. thank you so
2: much you for guys. having us
0: yeah yeah thank and
3: you me. guys are great you guys have an awesome team i love the energy that you guys have got great radio voices i love it well thank
0: you, thank we, you. we
3: may need some radio <laughs> talent for our next film so hey we'll listen be looking out.
0: i'm here for it oh, <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Great. so t-storm where are you located michael I, you're in atlanta i'm in new york mm-hmm. oh you're in new york okay okay yeah, I'm here. Okay, yeah, we're yeah.
3: into territory. That's why we did that uh, remix of my song Body Talk with uh, Hood Celebrity because we wanted New York behind us. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man.
0: Yeah, yeah we got to talk. Body Talk is yeah. heat. Yeah, yeah. We got we to talk. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Thank you. You should check out the new video we just dropped. February, uh, she and I worked on a video in New Orleans for the It Could Be You bounce mix shot in New Orleans. It Could Be You bounce mix. We got the idea from Drake where he did In My Feelings with Felicia Madrashad. So Miriam is mm-hmm. like, you need to shoot something that looks like a tourism, mysterious New Orleans video. We got down there with our team and we we think we created another really uh, good piece that's going to stand the test of times. got a little uh, flesh in it, but we are real conservative. So we got it to be sexy, but without crossing that line. And so it's out there on YouTube and it'll be p- picked up by MTV mm-hmm. next week, I think. Um, so we're we're proud of that, too. And we're constantly working, constantly telling stories. That's what's up.
1: I haven't seen the video yet, but I've heard the song. And look, one thing I'll say about your music is that I, I know you guys got to go. I'll say this and, and, and we'll wrap. But one thing that I'll say about your music is, and, and I don't know if you do it on purpose or if, if you creatively just happen to land in that space. It is very radio friendly. I can hear that song on any radio station. As soon as I put it on, I was like, oh, that's Q100. That's yeah. Star 94. Yeah. You know, that, that's that's Hot 97. It's-
3: Maybe we need to call him. <laughs> Maybe we need to reach out yeah. to you and consult in our radio.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I think our, we're going to have to have a bad conversation. Music, I think our music has been, I mean, the, JQ, the Legends music has been on not top 40, has been on urban, it's been on RB, it's been on rhythmic, it's been on hot AC. So it's been, you know, almost on every format. So yeah. it's pretty Yeah. We've quietly
3: right charted across formats here in the US and the UK. I think we have. Five top tens in the UK. Oh man, uh, across wow. the club and other things, and mm-hmm. um, in the US, she's correct. We 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 have songs on every category. Our other artists uh, G- uh, Gigi Vega, um, she's doing well in top forty now. She's mm-hmm. moving over to AC, mm-hmm. and she has a video rotate on MTV Yo and MTVU. We're quiet but we're focused more on the grind, but the accolades are there. If you pull us up in media base, you'll say, who's this little company here charting these artists, these yeah. two artists. And that's us with yeah. a little train. That's trying.
2: Michael, we hope to meet you. I mean, we're Atlanta quite a bit, so hopefully we'll get be- to see you in person.
1: Absolutely. Just, you know, let's, let's connect, you know, I'm, uh, uh, you know, we can do the exchange, uh, over email because we're going to continue the show a little bit after after you guys go okay. but for everybody who wants to hear the music who wants to see the movie who wants to learn more about you where can they get in touch with you where can
3: they find you
2: well there's breakout com is a great place to start
3: yes but www.breakoutmusic.com and instagram
2: yeah at breakout music official jq the legend gg vega official um yes you know We've Instagram,
3: Breakout you. Music Official, mm-hmm. JQ the Legend on Instagram, and GG Vega Official. But you can find all of it mm-hmm. by going to www.breakoutmusic.com, and it links to everything. Um, mm-hmm. We think for anyone out there trying to learn from this show and these fine gentlemen, your brick and mortar, your store, is your digital presence. Take it serious and and work on it. So our Breakout Music website yes. is sort of our. Uh, part of our core, but also our other social media, and from there um, we found ourselves on, on Netflix. So, take take every little step serious in in this process. That's what's up. I,
1: I we put, actually had a conversation with uh, DC, the legend from uh, uh, not DC, the legend, DC, the brain, DC supreme the brain supreme from tag team a few weeks ago. And he was saying the exact same thing. Absolutely. Uh, and he spent a lot of time and energy and figuring out SEO mm-hmm. and, and his Google ranking and that kind of thing. And, okay. and he's yeah,
0: mastered it now. I completely agree. He has mastered. He has mastered SEO now. So, you know, because wow. he said at one point when he put up tag team before wrestling, all you would see is wrestling. And he like figured out how to change that. And now you see tag team public. And plus it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt that they're on a, a huge commercial now as well. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so.
3: that SEO ranking is going to help that in SEI. Yes. Yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Again, thank you for thank taking you. time to sit and talk with us. We will um we'll link up. I'll, I'll send a message through Jody so we can, we can link up offline. And I, we appreciate Great. you taking time to sit with us. Y'all. Thank
2: you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Have a good one. Goodbye. Perfect term,
1: buddy. We're back. Oh, man. <laughs> good folks, man. I like it.
0: We're good. Uh, and this is Jody texting me now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I think I've gone through everything we had to talk about. Do you I want to so just too. go ahead and wrap. We can get it and rap, man. I, I, I was going to rap with them on the show. But, hey, listen, we appreciate you watching. We appreciate you listening. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you uh, subscribe Go to our website, unpoppinshow.com. You can hit the subscription button for everything there. Follow us on all socials at unpoppinshow. Um, I'm on uh, uh, everything as well at The Real T Storm. DJ Mike Swift. I am DJ Mike Swift on Facebook. But find us all, everything, at unpoppinshow.com. And you can hit all the different buttons to follow and, and subscribe there. After show, We'll talk a little shit. Yeah, let's pop up the show for a few
1: minutes, talk a little shit and then get out, get out out of here. Peace. Peace.
0: Peace.